0: You can't even remember it, can you? (laughs) That's not how it goes. I was
1: just remembering Brendan on the tambourine. Uh,
0: I knew he'd get a (laughs) mention. I knew he'd get a mention. Indeed. Yes. How are you, old thing?
1: I'm very well, Nick. How are you?
0: I'm okay. You seem to have a sling on.
1: I do. I've got a collar and cuff. I've fractured my
0: elbow. You fractured your elbow? I did.
1: I did. I fell off my bike. <sighs>
0: it's the kind of thing a five-year-old says.
1: Yeah. Well. Well. I'm <laughs> 48, and and still five. Okay. <laughs> so.
0: So you fractured your elbow? When did that happen?
1: Tuesday morning. And for those playing at home, it's now Thursday evening. So.
0: Yes. Okay. Yeah. So you're in a bit of pain. Moderate. Moderate pain. Moderate, yeah. Fracturing your elbow sounds like one of the most painful things you could possibly do. Well,
1: it's up there. It's definitely up there. Um, I don't remember a lot of it because... Right, Okay. The minute that somebody's like the first thing that happened is went straight into shock, and yeah. as soon as that started wearing off, by then I was on a green whistle and had been given plenty of wonderful, lovely pain things. Massive shout out to the uh, to the wonderful people at St John Ambulance who are w- like really really doing a very very hard job, incredibly well, Quite and right. all of the staff at the Accident Emergency at the Queen Elizabeth Hospital as
0: well. Quite right too.
1: My goodness gracious, I was so well taken care of the entire mm. time.
0: Time. Excellent.
1: Yeah. So I, I can't fault it, all of the treatment and so on. Unfortunately, I was just that mammal that decided to not do a corner very well.
0: Not do a corner very well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I look. Hey, we've we've been away for a long time. We have. We've been, been away about nine, nine months. Nine months.
1: Yeah. We could have had a baby
0: together. No. No. then yeah. um, <laughs> you know, We could have. Uh, yeah. Exactly. It's been that long. It was it October has. last year. October really twenty twenty that we yeah. were in here last. Yeah. And I, I said I said to you earlier on, I've got a little bit of nerves. Yeah. Again, coming back in, but I'm back into it straight away.
1: Well, look, I, I, I'm the same. I was a little bit like, oh, jeez, we're rusty. I don't know, don't know how we're going to make it. But again, uh, like, it's not like we haven't seen each other in that time. That's true. And it's not like we haven't like hung massive amounts of rubbish on each other in that time, because we do. Mm. And so it's almost like the only difference is that now there's microphones. Exactly. And, and bloody good wine.
0: And bloody good wine. Yeah. Well, speaking of which. Speaking
1: of which, indeed, mm. indeed. We've got the Flavor Bomb, Vine Dried. Shiraz from the Burn Vineyard.
0: Burn Vineyards. It's
1: what, what you go Nick. What do you, what do you think? What what's where are you at with this fella? I really love it. Yeah? I think
0: it's fantastic. I have another I always do this. I start talking mm-hmm. then I take mm-hmm. a sip. Should really do it the other way around. Yes, true. Very true.
1: That's why I asked you first it gave me the time to have the sip while exactly. you were talking. You, you, I know what you do. You yeah. throw me under the bus. I get yeah, it. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Um it's I think it's it's really yummy but then uh you know we've got Mark Robinson coming in later on who's a winemaker at Burn vineyards and we've had his wine before and uh, not f- not for, from burn no, no, but no, from he, his you're own you're right he's a wonderful
1: friend of the show yeah
0: He certainly is we've had him on uh, season 1 uh, yeah. when he had his 2018 Mataro, yes which and was which blew our socks off and then season 3 season 3 with the blanc de blanc, blanc de that blanc.
1: genuinely changed the way i think about wine
0: exactly yeah. so we know this guy's got talent um yeah. we don't know whether actually cuz he hasn't been at burn uh, for well he's been at burn Probably about that, nine months ish, we think. Maybe maybe a year. Maybe a year uh, or so. Yeah. So this this might not be know. a wine that he himself has made. Has made. But um, we're going to question him later on. About oh,
1: it. we're going to drill him. Do we do like the like Spanish Inquisition style with him? You have, must
0: tell us. Yeah, like can like, do that. We could
1: get the flashlight in and I mean, the whole it's bit. Slightly or?
0: confrontational. I'm not sure we need. I mean, he is, as you say, a friend of the show, not an enemy of the show. <laughs> yeah. So uh, perhaps not. I've, I've maybe we can be nice. I've been
1: watching a lot of Netflix. A lot of Netflix. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Well, I think we all have over the last yeah. nine months, haven't we? Yeah, it's been true. nothing but Netflix. True.
1: But you know how it's designed to make makes things bigger than they are and stuff. Sorry.
0: That's okay. You're on yeah. painkillers. Yeah. You're forgiven. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think it's it's really deep, dark. Um, and I thought actually, I tell you before we start getting into this, mm. into the wine itself, I was thinking, I was listening to because you know it's been a long time. I was mm-hmm. listening to some of my favorite podcasts mm-hmm. that we've done, and uh, I was. I was listening to us kind of talk about what we're getting from the wine on the nose and on the palate. Sometimes, sometimes, mm-hmm. it sounds a little bit wanky. Really? A little bit wanky. No. From me? We don't, do we? Do we
1: sound like we pontificate?
0: We don't Let me just pontificate <laughs> on that. <laughs> I, 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 think I would so. like to think that we ruminate. Hey, okay, we ruminate. We ruminate. But anyway, look,
1: look. I think we. I, I, think, I think you're actually a, right. I think we I do think, pontificate. No, but as well. the
0: thing is, we've got to, we've got lots of different people listening, right? We've got people from the wine community, yeah, who won't think it's wanky because they want to know that stuff, right? And, and we've got people from the
1: non-wine community that will listen to it and, go and wow, that sounds really wanky. That's really wanky. Yeah.
0: So you know, but at the end of the day, well, well you know, we, we want to talk I refu- about this wine.
1: I refuse to apologise.
0: Um, I regret nothing, and if I come across a little bit wanky, then so be it. I mean, you come across. Wanky in general, in, in, True. In, not even, it's nothing to do with the podcast. Owning it, <laughs> own it, you should own 100%. It. I'm not, I'm not apologizing, it was just, no. it is. I'm just, well, what highlighting we should, does it but, that,
1: does that mean we should actually own it and highlight it and call it the wanky bit? Is this the wanky bit?
0: We should have, you're saying we should have a little jingle? Well, you know, the wanky
1: bit, maybe we should call out to our fans. All Both three of, of
0: you.
1: Them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all, all of you. Hi, guys. It's hello. lovely to hear from you again. Look, if any of you are musically minded and want to come up with a wanky bit jingle for us, by all means, send us a little uh, little sound file. Um, Nick will go through the socials and all that at the end of the episode yes. again. But um, if you do feel musically inclined and we do want to make the section called The Wanky Bit – Send us a jingle. See how that inspires you.
0: I noticed that you're looking rather sheepishly through the glass at Tim to say, How many times can we say wanky before we have to bleep it or something along those lines? But anyway. He
1: he, he edits everything, so it's okay. So, what's it going to be? It's just going to be. Probably
0: once. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be a strange conversation this, then, isn't this it? This segment might not even make it. It might not, yeah. and probably fair enough. <laughs> um, no, so okay, this is the wanky bit. The wanky bit, but, yeah. which is fine. I yeah, I yeah. like it. Um, it's really deep, dark, and it's almost impenetrable. You can't see through it. It's mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. it's got dark. a rich,
1: deep cherry plum, yes. red, yes, yes definitely.
0: Yeah. It's it's full body. It's got chunky tannins for a Shiraz, I think. Young oak. Ah, that would be it. Mm. Young oak. Mm. On the nose, right? Because when, you, you know that we've said before. I I get the fruit. You get the spices. Savory
1: and the spices. Yeah. First thing I get is vanilla. Yeah, yeah. Oddly enough, you, you, mm. you, and the first thing I get is pepperberry. Pepperberry. Yeah.
0: What's a pepperberry?
1: Pepperberry is like a, it's it's a native Australian pepper um, from the mountain pepperberry bush, okay. and it's a little peppercorn, and it it. It blows you up. It blows you up? It's, it's, it it's, you up. it's incredibly powerful. It? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a really pungent pepper, but it's absolutely delicious.
0: Okay.
1: Um, and in small doses, when it's balanced out and so on, it's bloody beautiful. I don't I've I've made, I've, it. I, now Here's the thing. I've made pepperberry yogurt before to go with kangaroo and so on and so forth, yep. which would work beautifully with this. Yep. And the pepperberry actually sends the yogurt over the course of a day in a fridge. Purple. Nice. It dyes it purple. Excellent. So you get to put purple stuff on a plate. It looks amazing.
0: It's not that many purple foods really. I you guess it's blueberries like and they're an and imposter because they call
1: themselves blue, but they're purple. Exactly. There's yeah. beetroot. Mm. Um and that's about it. Mm. Yeah. But this actually it makes a beautiful bright purple. Heritage carrots. Heirloom carrots, yes. Yeah. yes,
0: yes, yes. They are I mean uh did I s is heritage not the right phrase? Yeah. Is it heirloom. Heirloom. heirloom? heirloom. Purple carrots I should have just yes. said. Which is what the, the the colour that carrots used to be until they were bred. Until they were bred out. Developed into orange. I don't yeah. know what I'm talking right. about. Anyway, um, so, the yeah, I'm getting vanilla, but I'm getting dark berries as well yep. as I yep. usually do. I'm getting yeah. a little bit of licorice. So not, not like aniseed, but yeah, licorice itself. Licorice root. Yeah. yeah.
1: Licorice root and tobacco.
0: And then right in, in the... This is, I'm still talking about the nose. I'm not even talking about anything else. So I'm getting um that kind of comforting cigar box smell. Just yeah. right... At, the, the humid end or, of that, yeah, yeah, yummy. Yeah. Um, what are you getting on the palate? On the palate, for me, it's very, very fruit fruit
1: forward. Um, it's quite sweet, hmm. um, but it's not jammy. You know no. what I mean? It's got no. that it, very, very similar to uh, other fruit weighted styles of wine. Um, it's fruit forward, but it really does have a lovely soft almost narrow finish it's not overly broad okay it doesn't um, you know a lot of Shiraz's like really open up on the back end and yeah. and fill you full of spice and complexity That's and all right, like yeah. this one's almost like you've had the Ribena but all of the best parts of it
0: <laughs> you know, and, and it just stays with you Is that a compliment? Yes I mean I love Robina Yeah exactly so, so do I mm. But
1: like ima- imagine all of the good parts of Robina And just having that as a single flavour on your back palate like, I absolutely get that And, and, and that's what I sort of yeah. mean it's, it's that beautiful blackcurrant blackberry finishing flavour That's got a little bit of a tartness But it's got the sweetness of like a berry, It's a berry compote yeah, okay. sort of vibe
0: so, yeah, I mean, there's a right, right in the background, there's a bit of black cherry for me, but mostly yeah. it's black currants, blueberries. Yeah. The vanilla's there as well on the palate. It's quite Absolutely. sweet, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, it um, is yeah, big and bold and, and juicy. Mm. Uh, and right right at the end, of the, as, as you taste it, there's a little bit of black olive as well for me. A little which bit. Is, which is, you know,
1: just that it's almost like a savory undertone. Yeah. So, just a little bit of salt. A um, right little, bri- little bit of briny
0: salt right at the back. Right back. Yeah, yeah. And I, t- I was going to say, people people who aren't really in the wine industry or don't um, don't know a huge amount about wine, and I, I, I kind of put myself in that um, in that group as well. Thank you, pouring me some more wine. Thank you very much. Um, I've said I, I was listening to some other podcasts, as I say, other podcasts, some old podcasts of ours, and. Um, when when I was mentioning what I was tasting, occasionally there was a there was a flavour or maybe even a smell that was not what you might expect mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. a wine, right? Mm-hmm. Such as black olive and so on. Yeah. And I was using the I was using the incorrect words, uh, like I did a little bit earlier. Um, I was saying there's a slightly odd smell of this, or there's, it's a slightly weird that there's a smell of this. And I was using the words odd and weird, which is not correct. It's not. It, I mean, it, it's. I, I've. I was listening to it and thinking that's not. It that they sound like negative words to me.
1: You think they've got negative connotations Poss- to them?
0: possibly, and no. when I was saying that I was tasting An or smelling weird. those things, yeah, look on the wine, it, it did, maybe came across that I didn't like those uh, smells, and I just wanted to kind of
1: okay, yeah, no, look,
0: I, I not apologize, but just call myself out on that and say, Look, mm. that wasn't how I meant it at all. But and look,
1: I know knowing you the way I do, I know that that's not something that you would put a negative connotation no, around, absolutely, not. and I don't in this day and age i don't think that there's any sort of negativity around being odd or weird as a matter no, of that's fact a good, i think that, good point. i think that that's actually something that finally sociologically we're embracing yeah, quite right. um and so when you are finding those cheeky little bits of olive or the uh, the hint of something that is genuinely unique about something calling it out for what it is being mm. odd and weird and Absolutely, it is because it's not what you were expecting. Yeah, it is, um, exactly and if it that catches you by surprise. Then that's a wonderful thing.
0: Yeah, and, and as I say, I, I didn't mean. I don't think of odd or weird as negative, but oh. I, listening back, I can understand that some people might have. Okay, and I just yeah. didn't want it to be misconstrued. But it's not a m- no. major thing. No, but just just tasting the, the the black olive at the back of my palate, right mm. there, and the bit of salt. Yeah, yeah. Perhaps kind of. So, so to,
1: me. to to continue on with our wankery. Yes, indeed. Um, what would you serve with this?
0: Mate, when I taste this wine mm-hmm. and I think about food, I think barbecue, Ooh, and I think barbecue slow with a capital slow. B. Uh, I mean, I just think big, big hunks. I just think big hunks. No, uh, big, big hunks, hunks of meat. Big hunks of charred meat. Charred And meat. I think the char is really important. Yeah. Um. I think like ba- a big, you know, like barbecued ribs or. And I think you could do barbecue, like pork ribs or, yeah. or you beef know, ribs. beef, short, beef ribs. short ribs, and yeah. I yeah. think it would be unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just, I was, I, that popped into my head when I when I was preparing for that. I thought, oh yeah. my God.
1: Because to like, me, I do this, we're, but, we're on a very, very similar page, because yeah. to me, this just screams roast beef.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You know, just smear a joint of beef in mustard and bung it in an oven. Yeah, you know? I'm not, it's not
0: complicated food no, at all.
1: No, no, really simple, beautiful, deep, rich, mm, savoury flavours will just be carried by this wine beautifully. Definitely. Fresh green beans. Fresh green beans, nice pan juices, horseradish, roast b- duck fat potatoes. Well, yeah.
0: You got, yeah, as I said before, you've got to eat your greens, Nick. Yeah, otherwise, yeah, yeah. you know, you don't get pudding. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm with you. That I, 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 I like, I think barbecue is, was the first it, thing that ba- popped into my head. But but yeah, ba-
1: absolutely, barbecue. The smoked beef ribs, yeah. the onion rings. Mm. Uh, you know, some sweet potato fries on the you, side.
0: Just yummy. I, I was also thinking you were talking. You know, deep and rich. Mm. I was thinking maybe like a, a rich venison stew or like a, a beef burgundy or something a, like a, that. A just, venison ragu. Oh, yeah. Just something like that's got a bit of weight to do you, it. Do you
1: know what I had for dinner the other night that actually would have worked beautifully with this and I was kind of kicking myself that I didn't have a bottle of this to drink with How's it? That? Was I had a veal tortellini with um, like a, 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 a chilli, tomato and broccoli sauce. Nice. And it was lovely because mm. just like sautéed tomatoes, onions and fresh chilli with a bit of fresh broccoli mm-hmm. and then the veal and the tortellini and there's a little bit of butter in the sauce and all that. But just that richness of the of the meat in the yeah. tortellini itself with this oh, it would have been spectacular
0: i think this is a, this is a wine that could go with quite a lot but i think that the food would have to be as rich as the wine is yes. uh, you know i th- it would have to kind of match it on that level i don't think but... i'd be
1: able to I don't, there, there are very few salads that i could pull off with this one
0: yeah i think it would go really well yeah. with like a hard like a hard cheese or something like that but um mm-hmm. uh, what, 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 what you would do with that yeah
1: um, or a, a, a fontina
0: even mm. I mean I was trying to I was trying to think of a vegetarian dish that might go with it and I, I did struggle if I'm smoked honest eggplant. A smoked eggplant smoked okay. eggplant escalavada
1: straight away okay this the, 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 the charred eggplant and roasted capsicum with garlic and mm. parsley
0: but again the char it's, it's the just, char that, it's the that smoke. That is really yeah, the thing
1: that, that lovely sort of charred flavour you're right yeah um, mushrooms would work really really well with this like a, a meaty a, mushrooms a nice yeah. nice. even a mushroom pativier
0: yeah ooh Ooh. Petivier
1: Mushroom Petivier
0: That is a word We haven't said before no? I know right Lovely. Petivier petivier. Yeah. <laughs> 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 petivier Petivier Yeah no I know no, That would That, that would be Spectacular well. with it Mushroom mm. and truffle Yeah def- Truffle would work Very truffle. well Truffle yeah, yeah. Uh, Anyway I th- I th- I think it's really Really tasty wine And it's it says on It's a vine dried I mean it's called Flavour Bomb Yeah And uh, there's a reason For that And, yeah. and, and it says Vine dried Shiraz So it I'm making it's an assumption. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's just picked, been on on which, which,
1: which is much higher in sugar,
0: just on the vines for longer. Yeah, Wunder.
1: it's the, it's riper fruit, which means it's going to be far more sugar-driven. We get that in the palate. Mm. You don't call a you don't call a wine flavor bomb unless you mean to deliver on your promise. No,
0: I mean it would be really disappointing could if it was slightly it was, weedy. Do you Just like, if it was
1: be. whelming.
0: <laughs> I'm whelmed I'm whelmed, yeah, No, no, no genu- it's not that. Genuinely
1: not whelmed with flavor bomb. It is wonderful. It is, it is yummy.
0: Yeah. And it's it's from the Riverland as well, which is an area that I don't know really at all.
1: Would you know, did you know? And I'm sure Mark will be able to back me up on this. Mm. It is the largest wine producing region in Australia. In
0: Australia, yeah. yeah. I only knew that when I did my research. I didn't yeah. know that until then. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's just uh, it's over half of all the grapes, the wine grapes, yeah, uh, uh, are grown, grown there. Yeah. And it's, it's and it, but it is a huge area. I mean, mm. it is a huge, monstrous, monstrous area, yeah. the size of um, uh, probably ten European countries. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, it's. Uh, I would like to know a bit more about that, and, and uh, you know how. Uh, Maybe wines from the have, Riverland. Have you been to the River? No, I haven't. Oh, it's beautiful. You no, know, yeah, I know. I've, I've, you I was love looking it. At, you look, will yeah, I was love it. It. No, it sounds like a wonderful place. Mm, mm. Um, but yeah, no, I was. I, I wonder what the, the the grapes are. What the grapes are like there compared to other winemaking areas, I and mean, what the. It's, it, it's, it's such a big area. Though, how do you know?
1: Yeah, it's interesting because the terroir is completely different, yeah. um, and the climate is completely different as well. I mean, it's very very similar. To Adelaide Plains, but it's hotter and drier yeah. than even the Barossa. Um, it has a lot in common with Coonawarra, but again, the soil is completely different. There's nowhere near as much limestone in the soil. Right,
0: okay, um, it's, it's, all that stuff makes a difference, as we know. It
1: really does, yeah. Okay. And like the Riverland has always, in my mind, gotten a bad rap. Okay. Um, because Why? Because
0: of the amount of grapes that they grow, and it's just. A-
1: I think everybody has always thought that the good wine comes from the Barossa and McLaren Vale, and then the wine that you put in a box comes from the Riverland.
0: Quantity, not quality. Gargoyle. Yeah,
1: it's been a, it, and and I think that that's a perception that we need to shake. Okay. Big time, because the Riverland does produce some spec particular wow. wine We're drinking one this, right now. this is case in point mm-hmm. but overall it's a it's a region that I think really needs to be highlighted a lot more for what it does for the wine industry as a whole okay. um, because it is genuinely one of the pillars that holds the whole thing up Oh, yeah. So I think it deserves its chops. It deserves, okay. it, it deserves the runs on the board. Oh, we'll talk
0: to Mark about it. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Well, speaking of which, I think it's almost time we got him in and Alrighty. had a chat. Let's do it. Um, and uh, see what he's got to say for himself. Excellent stuff. Fabulous. Well, we're here with Mark Robinson from Burn Vineyards in the Riverland. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been delighting. In this wine, haven't we? Yes, we have indeed. It's absolutely delicious. Hi, Mark. How are you? I'm
2: very well.
0: How Excellent. are you doing?
1: Welcome back to the show, friend Thank of the you. show. And tonight he's here in the capacity of head winemaker for Burn mm. Vineyards in the Riverland. Is That's that right? right. Yeah, that's
2: very right. Fantastic. We also have some vineyards in Clare as well, so we we'll okay. make some Clare wine as well. But yeah. this flavor bomb is from the Riverland. Now, the flavor bomb.
1: Um, look, they're not lying. No. <laughs> They're not lying. It's no. it's living it's up true. to its promise. Um I know that Nick's got a multitude of questions about the the vine ripening and the or the vine aged and so on and so forth. Vine dried, I think it's called. Yes. Um, which I'm fascinated by. But um Mark, I wanted first, before we touch on this actual wine. To, we, we started talking in our little bit beforehand about the region, the Riverland, because it gets a pretty bad rap as far as South yeah. Australian wine regions are concerned, but it's actually one of the champions.
2: It is. It is. Quite so, un- unfairly so. Yeah. So it's... um. Look, the Riverland. When you when you own your own vineyards, you're able to grow the fruit that you want to make into wine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you're able to control everything about that aspect and make certain that you are growing quality fruit. And when you have that ability and you're able to grow the the fruit that you want to make into wine, you can make some seriously good quality mm-hmm, wine. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. and 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 that I think is the um, misconception that many people have.
1: But what, what what is it that separates the the perception? Do you think between, say, the Barossa and McLaren Vale's and the more mm. heralded mm. regions of South Australia, and the Riverland? Like, what, what what's the point of difference? Because to me, I mean, I've I've drunk several wines from the Riverland. I've never had a bad one. Um, I've rare. had I've had multiple spectacular ones, but I also know which ones to avoid. But it's also it's the same with every region. It's the same Absolutely. as every region, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yes. So, so what is it that makes that? Why why the aversion?
2: Well, I think uh, for a long time um, the growers in the in the Riverland they they get paid for how much fruit they produce. So they're so it's a tonnage paid equation. for tons. Yeah. yeah, it's a tonnage okay. equation, and mm-hmm. so they're just trying to pay their bills. Yep. So they just end up growing the fruit that they get paid for. Yeah. So uh, but when you're when you get paid for quality, it's a mm-hmm. completely different story. Yeah. Absolutely. And you're yeah. able to wind down the water, are you able to prune correctly so that mm-hmm. you produce less fruit per acre or per hectare and you the quality indicators just go through the roof. Yeah. 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 So and the climate's it. perfect for it, isn't it? It is. It yeah. is perfect for it. So people think of it as really hot, mm-hmm. but it uh, fruit also ripens at night. Mm-hmm. And because of the continental effect, it actually cools down quite a bit at night, and yeah. so the, yeah. you do get this cooling off in the evenings, uh, balanced with the warm days, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. and it gives you so a wonderful dry climate to produce beautiful fruit.
0: Yeah, I was just going to say that um, I think this vintage that, that we're drinking now had, was dealing with conditions of thirty-five degrees for like a month and a half, something like that. And yeah. What does that? I'm assuming that's the vine drying. I mean, you leave them on the vines for longer. I'm assuming that's what vine dried means. But what does that do? To the grapes, and and thus to the wine. Yeah, so the
2: secret with vine-dried Shiraz is that we are able to leave the fruit on the vine for longer than what most people can. And you can do this in the Riverland, Mm -hmm. And because you don't get that uh, rain events that happen in April. And so for those last few weeks of vintage, we can we can restrict the water levels that the vines get to a slight deficit irrigation and so the fruit partially dries on the vine and that mm-hmm. intensifies the fruit and so all that sugar and flavor is is uh, is intensified so when you pick the fruit you get this maximized like flavor potential going to the winery
0: yeah. And you can taste it in the wine. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Absolutely. I mean, as, as Nick said, flavour bomb is not a lie. No. How,
1: yeah. how do you then do that? But And this is just my rookie logic going to it, that you've driven the sugar through the fruit. Yeah. But you haven't got a stupidly sugar-driven wine.
2: No, that's right. And it is it is a balancing act. And I'm not joking. It's yeah. not easy. No. <laughs> that's why you don't see many of these wines around. Uh, and,
1: and this is the thing. I I... I I know that this is a previous vintage to you coming in to yes. um, control it, but the first time I tasted this, and I'm not too sure whether it's the fact that just your ethos and values align so perfectly with them. <laughs> but when I was describing it to Tim, I said this
2: tastes as clever as Mark is. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, it's it's it is a balancing act because you know all the tannins are in are in check, and um, the, the the flavors and and the acid are all in line and Mm -hmm. it's it's really, it's it's visiting the vineyard often, it's checking the fruit, walking up and down the rows, looking at soil moisture probes Mm -hmm. and making certain that the water that is delivered is getting to where it needs to but barely. Yeah. And so that like overall you have little less water going on than what you have evaporating and being utilized by the vine. So that yeah. takes a tiny bit of moisture from the fruit, but not too much. Okay. Because yeah. if you go too hard, it goes very bad. Me- <laughs> well, now, <yeah>. now,
1: now <laughs> metaphorically, are you, are you looking for the, for the grape to kind of put up a little bit of a fight? To yeah, ha- to a have little a bit, bit of a struggle. Like it, you want a Rocky Balboa rather yeah, than a, absolutely. rather than a Stay puff Marshmallow Man. Yeah. <laughs>
0: you know? like, I love that analogy.
1: Yeah, yeah. You, you,
0: you kind of want a really hardened, and, do. Do, and like I'm sorry, and Did the Stay puff, puff Marshmallow Man? Did he put up a bit of a fight? Did he not? In Ghostbusters, yeah, in Ghostbusters. <laughs> he didn't last long. <laughs> he didn't though. last long. That's true. No, but true. get melted.
1: But that's what I mean. Like you, re- you really want that resilience and heartiness in mm. the in the vines themselves so that those characteristics are actually carried through
2: into the bottle? Vines that are treated uh, with kid gloves and are given everything they need produce leaves and flavourless fruit. So they turn <laughs> into – they're like children. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> those yeah. that
1: are spoilt, rotten and given everything they need turn into little brats. Rot, yeah, yeah, exactly, and the yeah.
2: ones that, that, that uh, live a little harder, rise to the occasion. Absolutely. And, um, Have yeah, personality. That's yeah. right, produce yeah. something magical.
0: I was thinking about the Riverland as well. I mean, just, just to kind of zone in on that a little bit. Um, so we were saying it, it produces about half of the, all the grapes in, in SA That's right. that are used for wine. Um, uh, is there any way to differentiate? We were talking about wine of this quality, the Flavour yes. Bomb kind of quality. Is there any way to differentiate wine from the Riverland from that of other regions, like the Barossa or Clare or anything like that? Is it, is it more about, for the big Shiraz, Is it kind of to use a term that, from another winery, fruit weight—you know, a oh, real yes. fruit-driven wine—is that?
2: Well, I mean, we've—that's what we've tried, and well, I think we've produced here. But to say um, uh, it's really—it's a—you have to go site-specific and producer-specific. It's yeah. really—it's very it's really big it's up area to the isn't individual. It? It's yeah. a big area, and you could have two vineyards next door to each other that are producing completely separate styles yeah, okay. of fruit. Yeah. Uh, both are, you know, equally good and for different purposes. But um, it's, it's really if you're after the fruit weight and maximize flavor flavour, you've really got to select your grower and select mm. your producer. because mm. it's, And it's also the, the wineries that are paying for it. So they're the ones that, have, that are paying the higher price for pre- mm. premium fruit. Uh, and oh, it's, it's a yeah. yield
1: equation, isn't it? It, it is. is. Yeah.
2: So in that the Riverland
1: doesn't necessarily have its own definitive style, um, yes. Like so for instance, Clare Valley has its Rieslings, yes. and Coonawarra oh, yes. has its Cab salves yeah, and yeah. Adelaide Hills has its Chardonnay, uh, Adelaide Shiraz? Hills natural wine, or yeah, mate, yeah, 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 it's it's minimum True. interventional hippie stuff. Um, the Riverland itself doesn't isn't really shackled by that, um, so you, you've, you you kind of have a little bit more freedom there to actually identify. Not necessarily a hero because that's what's expected of you, but do, do do you find that you've got a bit more freedom in you can then just highlight what it is that the fruit that you're growing and then growing that fruit to the best it can
2: th- possibly be? to take? the best you can yeah. yeah well well that is that is true there is there, there's nothing that is really quintessential Riverland yeah. s- uh, style in a particular variety mm-hmm. so it and it that's why I guess it's so diverse in that there's so many different um, styles of wine that, that, that come out, mm-hmm. but also mm-hmm. varieties. There yeah. is some ex- astonishing array yeah. so of varieties. you might not get and, from anywhere else, right? Yeah. In the other areas. There's, yeah. there's a, like I saw a, a cask wine the other day, two-litre cask, which was Portuguese white varieties blend in a bottle shop, and that was Riverland. Okay. And, you know, there is an incredible amount, an array of, of different wines.
0: Portuguese grapes, actually, in South Australia, they've been grown a lot more than they oh, were there yeah. right? Well, yeah, yeah. The, Perfect microclimate for yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Really,
1: the Riverland and Portugal and the plains of Spain have a lot in common, actually, yes, when it comes, to, when it <laughs> comes to, to comes to climate. They really, really do. Yeah. We're talking about
0: Shiraz specifically, um, I think uh, wine fashion with regards to Shiraz has been recently very much about wine that's kind of ready to drink now. Mm. Um, yes. Uh, and when I first came to Australia in 2007, and, and then for, for a period after that, 10 years ago or thereabouts, Shiraz... Used to mean those big chunky reds. Used to be those ones that kind of slapped you around the face. Yes, and uh, which and I love those wines. Um, this wine kind of feels a little bit like that. It's not quite that style. It's a lot more fruity. Yes, yep. Than those. But what do you what do you think is happening to to the um, wine fashion now with regards to sure? Is Trends changing? Trends are think?
2: definitely changing. Yes, um, but as you said, ready. They need to be ready to drink now. People don't buy wine to hang on to it. Um, I think. It, the percentage a little while ago is um, the average wine is drunk within the hour of purchase. <laughs> wow, okay. wow! Within yeah, the it's, hour, it's we are a, bunch of a couple drunk, of hours aren't we? You know, in the yeah, car on the way home. It's bought and then consumed <laughs> <laughs> that evening. Yeah, wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay. uh, that, that's and it's no, it's fair a enough. Great it's percentage do, of that. Yeah, so people are buying it to drink straight away and not holding them down. But does, then, that,
1: does that then change the intention of the winemaker with yes, what you actually have to do to have it? Consumption ready because I mean a lot mm. years ago you would be expecting that someone would buy this and lay it down for five years and then that is when it would be at its optimum or seven years or that's ten right. years or yeah. what have you and so now you've got to have it basically yep. ready, ready to go that's yeah, like, it. right right it's it's almost like fast food wine yeah well it is almost yeah. like
2: that you've just got mm. to be mindful that you can't have. A big, uh, chunky, aggressive tannins that'll soften in five years' time. You've yeah. got to you, when you're when you're handling the ferment and mm-hmm. handling the fruit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't want to extract um, every last drop of tannin from it, and you need to be a little bit more gentle with your pump over regime and not uh, press it quite as hard, mm-hmm. and so you mm-hmm. end up with a lot more of the delicate fruitiness and, and the softer tannins and less of the hard stuff. You know, okay. It yeah. takes a while yeah. to Because it mellow. is that hard stuff that takes the time in
1: the cellar to actually calm back Can down. And mellow doesn't? out, yeah.
0: yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Sorry, just having to yeah. wet, wet my
0: whistle there. Uh, of course, yep. of course. Perfect punctuation. Podcast <laughs> <laughs> about wine.
1: Now, now Mark, <laughs> yep. you, you may or may not remember at the end of Series 3, we had um, a series of 10 quick fire questions that we asked every winemaker when they walked in. Um, now, you've been asked these questions before, but you're wearing a different hat tonight. And yes. also,
0: if if we remember, yeah, conversation after we had that little chat, mm. well, he wasn't entirely honest about some of the answers to the questions. He, he, he may have. I'm not going to say which ones. But in I remember, mouth, remember. You remember. I know one. you remember. Pies. <laughs> I'm not going to publicise it. <laughs> no, you're wearing a different hat, and yeah. uh, you know hmm. it's been a while. It it's has. been a long yeah. time. And it people been, change, and people yes. change, and tastes yeah, change. Elbows get change. broken, yes. If you're if you're careless, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we've got these are the same. Well, actually, there's a slightly different question uh, in there as well, uh, which you'll probably notice towards the end. So yeah, we're going to do this. It's my, I'll do I'll do it for this one. It's the quick fire round. Quick fire round. Do we need quick
1: fire round theme music?
0: Are we? I don't know. We I mean, can... we, we don't need it, but. You're fiddling around on your phone like you're trying to find some. How's that no, I can't. That's not that's not no. quickfire round music we're <laughs> no. talking about. I can't use that
1: for c- copyright reasons. I'm pretty sure the guys from Sony are about to start kicking down the door. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay.
0: Okay, I don't know what music that was. It was it was the first one that came up on your phone. It so obviously really you've got was. some bedroom music on oh, your phone to just, so just ready to go. So I mean do. with okay. a with a broken elbow. Never mind. Anyway, so this is the quick fire round. Can okay, we we'll kick off? Let's do it thirty seconds if we can. It never okay. it's never thirty seconds. Okay. It always never ends up. Two or three, four. Which is perfectly fine. Um, Okay, so you've answered these before. The answers may or may not be the same. Okay. Red or white? Red. Okay. McLaren Vale, the Barossa, or the Hills, or elsewhere?
2: Well, look, I'm going to say elsewhere.
0: Okay.
2: We guess Hunter Valley. (laughs) (laughs) Elsewhere Um, it is. Elsewhere, Riverland.
0: Riverland. That's where it's at. Absolutely. Dessert wine or dessert?
2: Dessert wine.
0: Okay. Corks or caps?
2: I'll say caps.
0: Okay. When he says, I'll say caps, doesn't mean that he wants He'll to say caps. i say caps. caps <laughs> say Corks. No, no, no. Okay, I'll all definitely right. Definitely caps. Yeah. Favourite varietal?
2: Favourite varietal? Oh, look, I love a good Shiraz. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Good news. Least favourite?
2: I'm going to say the same as last time. Pinot Blanc.
0: Pinot Blanc. I like a good Pinot Blanc. Yeah. No. I And I
2: think my rationale was... I need to taste more okay. and I haven't tasted enough. Okay. And the ones that I have tasted um I haven't been inspired by, but I'm looking. Hmm. I'm actively looking for them.
0: Looking to maybe you could look to make them make a good peanut I'd Blanc, love to know, make a be good, be good peanut block. I love a challenge. Okay, uh, this is the new question, which I think is quite a good one. All What's right. the bottle in your collection that you're most looking forward to drinking?
2: Oh uh there's a I just turned 50 two weeks ago. You are kidding. And no, and a friend gave me a Neb from Italy, Mm -hmm. otherwise known as a Barolo. So I'm really looking forward to drinking that because I haven't tasted enough Barolos. For
0: your 60th birthday.
2: It will not last that long. Mate, you you don't look 50. You don't look 40.
0: I don't know (laughs) quite what's going on here. I want to be invited to
1: the Barolo party. Me too.
0: Me too. I'm really looking forward to that. Awesome. Uh, One thing you love about your job, and I think one thing you love about Uh, your new job.
2: New job? Uh, Look, I I get to um, drive to magnificent vineyards in Clare and Riverland, uh, during vintage, which is great fun, walking up and down rows eating fruit mm. and um, looking at how they develop. Love that. Love making wine. It's it's just the magic blend of art versus science where you can get to do both at the same time. I just love that. Uh, and working with good people. Really, that, that, um, that's got to be the highlight. Good people. Good answer.
0: Um, one thing you changed about the wine industry. Oh. may or may not be the same answer i can't remember
2: it, what your answer was i can't remember what my last answer was but i think this one would be got, it's got to be the misconception of the uh, irrigated regions mhm
0: mhm yeah absolutely good yeah. answer yeah um and your bucket list wine journey where would you go if money time and everything else was no object what would you do right now if you could jet off next week where would you go spain spain <laughs>
2: <laughs> i'd go taste some nice ports mm. Go uh, go travel through Italy, up through France, uh, mm. just the lot. Just that yeah. whole bit. yeah, the that whole big lot. Chunk of Europe. <laughs> <laughs> just that great
1: big wine region that is Europe. <laughs> yes, yeah. that's it. Yeah. Take, take uh, a decade
0: to do that. Yes, I, I <laughs> to do it properly. Yeah, yeah <laughs> do it properly. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thank you very much. A
2: pleasure, guys.
0: Cheers. Yeah, Love
1: Mark. It. Thank you so much for your time. Um, In previous incarnations, we've done a sign-out and a sign-off that we've recorded after our guests have shuffled off, but we're not doing that anymore. Um, What we are going to do is I'm going to throw to Nick in a minute and he's going to tell everybody about all of our social media things, Mm -hmm. about where they can find us on Facebook and Instagram and all of those other bits that I don't understand. Um, And then um, we're going to wind everything up from there. So, Nick,
0: if you can tell us. I can do that. You make an assumption that I understand it. But hey, maybe slightly better than you do. Um, if you haven't already subscribed to the podcast, please please do that uh, just for the sake of our fragile egos. It helps. It really does, yeah. uh, among other things. As I'm sure 99% of you already know, if you subscribe, the podcast automatically downloads to your smartphone or your tablet mm-hmm. or your gramophone. Or wherever you listen to us, uh, so you can access the what show. With, a download or a grandma it was find? a joke, Nick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> you're like a grandma. If, How if does it do that? If you, <laughs> it doesn't do that, Nick. If you've That's just joined us. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> if, you, uh, if you're listening to us on Spotify, if you give our, little, our podcast page a little follow, that would be lovely. And uh, if you're subscribing, one, also just for fun, give us a generous rating on whichever podcast platform you're using. Uh, Because you are literally right now listening to the podcast and it will take Mm -hmm. you about three seconds uh, to give us a star rating and it would really, really help us. We'd be embarrassingly grateful. Um, If you're listening to this and you're a winemaker uh, or your own winery or you're involved in the winemaking process in any way uh, and you think the show sounds like something you'd like to be a part of, then send us an email or contact us on social media and we'll have a little natter and see if we can get you on the show. Our email is who wine at gmail.com. Uh, or you can contact us on social media. As I said, speaking of which, it's been a bit quiet on social media recently. Our socials that, have been a and little that a bit is rubbish. Entirely my fault, apparently. Uh, just because <laughs> it's look, hey, look, I know you've been busy the last nine months. I've also we've both been, been ridiculously busy. <laughs> busy with, like you know, but. life. Life, yeah. life and stuff like life that. Life and stuff and things. Yeah. Um, yeah. But hey, we intend to change that uh, yeah. the quietness and, and become loud and post mm-hmm. lots of lovely pictures of wine and food and indeed. nice things indeed. Uh, over the course of the next uh, however long. Yeah. Uh, head to Instagram where our handle is who nick my wine. Uh, we've got 750 followers on Instagram.
1: Holy. Fantastic. Yes, indeed. It's more than my cat.
0: <laughs> more than your cat. <laughs> How cat. many does your
1: cat have? Hang on. Um, he's got about 86.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, I think it's Fantastic. good that we have more followers than your cat. Well, yeah. Well, have you met Dave? What is, what's Dave done to to deserve? Oh, does he lie around? He's got one blue eye and one green eye. Oh, what else enough. does he you know need well, to, well, that's to do? Enough, and he's enough, an all-white cat. he How else are you not he making he money out of him? He's a <laughs> cash cat, yeah. isn't he, surely? He really is. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so 750-plus um, followers on Instagram. That's outstanding. Lovely. And then we've got our Facebook page, uh, Who Nick My Wine. Uh, where we have a not quite so sexy but it's still wonderful 380 or so followers. Brilliant. So um, yeah, we, what we'd like to do is uh, thank everyone that's already kind of given us love on social yeah. media, because it really has helped us. Uh, it's much appreciated, and you're you're lovely. Um, if you haven't shown us love, then please uh, either like uh, and follow our Facebook page, or follow us on Instagram. the the Instagram. On the Instagram. The Instagram. Yes.
1: Now, um, look, as far as all of our other thank yous, we always need to say thank you to Hannah Fairland for our wonderful theme music um, and also uh, Brendan Sloan on Death Metal Tambourine. Um, we need to thank the man himself like there is not a single thing that could happen without him we would be shadows of our former selves and half the men we actually are without him and that is Tim Allen the man on the dials in the booth who's just nodding politely and going will you please well, you stop get on with it saying that it, you? Um, <laughs> and most importantly um, I'd love to thank Mark Robinson from Burn with the flavour bomb once again it lived up to every single thing that you said it was going to be it is absolutely delicious and to a true friend of the of the show welcome back and it's been an absolute pleasure to have you again
2: thank you pleasure to be here
0: thanks mate cheers good night